0: Right, here we are, episode two of Video Marketing and Stuff, and today we're joined by Mike Caffenden, who's a filmmaker from Liverpool. Uh, He's worked on a load of cool projects. We talk about his favourite project that he's done, his dream project, uh, and of course, Camera Kit. Who doesn't love Camera Kit? Anyway, (laughs) let's get into it. Alright Mike, do you want to just um, introduce yourself, you know, what do you do and how do you get to that point? Yeah.
1: So, uh, obviously I'm Mike, I'm, uh, I, I like to sort of, it's a difficult one when people ask what do you yeah. do? Cause it's such a range of stuff, but I, I'm essentially like a content creator, um, videographer. That's sort of what I do. And I create content for, for brands, for other businesses. And, you know, also I work for a lot of agencies. So I shoot, um, anything from, you know, behind the scenes stuff for Instagram um, so short little little ads that can go on Facebook or you know the main feed of Instagram, anything like that, really. So it's a, it's a bit of a a wide range of of roles, and you end up um, often getting involved with the marketing team and brainstorming ideas. So um, yeah, it's a pretty it's a pretty sort of wide role what I actually do, but essentially it's videography and camera work and sort of creating content for for. Social media, really?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that is quite. It's quite a vague question, isn't it? When someone asks, "What do you do?" and you have to distill it into like <laughs> one just, or two minutes. Like, the thing is, it's especially like, when you haven't yeah, prepared it. Obviously, everyone's got the idea of what their personal brand is or whatever, but yeah, when it yeah. comes down to putting it on paper, it's true. It's you know
1: what it is. It's like it, it's um, it it the like it's um, because you. I feel like the modern the The person who does like filmmaking or content creation, you end up doing so many different things um that it's quite difficult to just pinpoint exactly exactly what it is and um you become quite versatile and I'm sure you you probably know that you you know one job completely can be like different to the like the other so um yeah, it's always difficult to pinpoint, but I try, I always try my best to sort of summarize it. And I, I, But even when people ask you what you do when you're out at like a family gathering uh-huh. or whatever, it, it's like, oh, so you're a, so you're a photographer. It's like, mm, not really. It's like, a director oh, of photography, yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's
1: like the only one people know, so just like, just yeah. roll just, with it. Just say
0: know. I make videos and then walk on. Yeah, <laughs> so so how did i guess how did you get started with video what first because i've seen i've sneaked on your youtube and i know you've done videos (laughs) like almost 10 years ago yeah Um, so yeah how did that all start all right
1: so i don't know if you ever back in the day played a bit of call of duty um a little bit like that i was more (laughs) people were you yeah okay no fair enough i'm also quite into fifa but back in the day i got started through uh just wanting to film call of duty clips for myself on youtube and share them and fifa i did fifa little skill montages as well but um i was massively into that and what it was was i saw people posting stuff online and i thought that's that's a pretty cool i thought it's pretty cool so that that got me what i wanted to do that so then it's like started editing little montages and dabbling with after effects and doing all that stuff and then as time goes on you sort of realize that that whole gaming thing was just like a it was an underlying passion for in creating videos and like um you know so then once that sort of i lost interest in making sort of gaming videos and i focused on school for a bit but then like when i got to sixth form i just thought you know what like i want to be doing something that i enjoy i want to do something that's exciting and uh you know using a camera and uh, creating stuff is what i find you know ticks all those boxes for me really um so that so that really was like what it was and hindsight is like i should have just carried on with my what i was doing 10 years ago because i would have had a a smooth yeah (laughs) a smooth like thing but you know life happens and stuff happens so you get back on track really don't you but um yeah so it's one of them i just started from doing gaming and then um yeah, I was going to do an academic subject in school or in uni, and then I just got to year thirteen. And I thought there's absolutely no way that like I want to do that at all. Like I don't know about you, but like school was like fine. I enjoyed school, but you get to a point when you finish sixth form where you've been doing exams for like a couple of years, and they're pretty intense, like A levels. Yeah. I just thought like, I can't be bothered like <laughs> burying my head in books, you know. Yeah, and yeah. I had friends who were doing some pretty cool stuff. Some of my friends were doing like. One of my friends was doing a course that was like, like basically sound engineering and like playing with microphones. And he was doing all, all this cool stuff, like making podcasts. And I just thought, like, he's doing that out there. And I'm sat here reading to do a law degree. I don't want to do that. Do you know what I mean? I'm so jealous of what he's doing. I'm like, that's when you realize, like, that's what I should be doing. So yeah. it hits you. Yeah, hard, eventually, it? But yeah, that's how I started. So, like, the gaming thing, really.
0: Yeah, so were you? How create, did you get into you, it? Like? but were you sort of creating consistently from nine years ago or did you actually have a break? Cause like, what did you actually study at uni?
1: Okay. So like I, from, no, I had a, so I started about 10 years ago when I was in school and yeah. um, doing that and then did it solidly for a couple of years. Mm. The problem what I did back then was there was like, I, I just, because when I started out, I got like a shout out on YouTube off one of my friends who had like 10,000 subscribers. that was unreal. Yeah. And it got, yeah, it got me like, um, it got me like 300 subscribers. Like the first night, it was crazy. So I was so like hyped to do it that like, I was like telling people there's going to be new videos every day. So I was posting a video every day and look, it was just a screen recording, like nothing complex, but every day it meant I was trying to find something to upload and it got to a point where I was doing it for a while, but then you think I'm running out of ideas here. Cause like, I only know so much about after effects and that was what it really was. After effects tutorials. I was like, I don't know many more effects, especially like fucking uh, f- excuse my language. The 14 year old <laughs> me, like 14 year old me. I was like, I do not know like any more things. So then I just yeah. burnt out. And, and then people back then, it wasn't like an understood thing that like, you know, this sort of YouTube content creation is something that you can really pursue. So people are like, all right, yeah, that's good, but you know, focus on your school work now. Like you've got exams and or you know, you've got to get good GCSE results and then you've got to go to uni and do something proper or whatever. Um so it's really like that that then took over then and and I didn't do a lot for a good few years. And mm. but then yeah like I got to year 13. like like i say assessed my options thought this is not for me like the academic stuff so i I went to john moore's and did a media production degree so um yeah it was nothing like amazing the degree like it was good i met loads of cool people that was the main thing from Mm. it like don't feel like i learned too much in terms of like production like i think there's only so much you can learn in sort of a a uni environment you've got to go out and do it and um you know there's only so much time that these tutors can give towards like helping you so yeah it was mostly like that I, I made loads of good contacts from that and then afterwards just went freelance and that's where i am today like three or four years later well sounds so, good um, yeah
0: yeah did, pretty did, much that's my journey that's good yeah so did you think the uni degree like did they give you much hands-on did you get to practice with like high-end kit or anything
1: so it was a very hands-on degree. So it was like a media production. So there was a, like a media studies degree in the same uni, and that was more theory and, pra- like, uh, theory and you know, reading about stuff. Yeah. And then there was the production degree, which is what I did, which was like you had to make basically like four films a year. So it was quite like heavy in terms of like the practical side of it. The kit itself wasn't particularly high-end. It was, look, it was good kit. It was like, you know, using like Canon C100s, that sort of stuff. But it wasn't, you know, like some of the stuff you see in like film schools down, like probably down south. And yeah. there's like, you know, shooting on like at our kids, like shooting on like Ari Alexas and Reds and stuff running around. And like it wasn't anything like that. We didn't have access to like mad kit like that. But yeah. it was, you know what, it was good enough for what we needed. And um, like the see, like it gets you, it got us to know, got me to know cameras and like video cameras, especially. I, I learned like most of the stuff that I know about cameras in uni through uh, not through much help of the tutors just through like I feel like you get a little once over for like a half an hour seminar about here's a camera here's what to do (laughs) then you basically have to just go away and um, learn it yourself so that's what I did anyway Um, but yeah it it was all right. look I I would recommend it for people because I think you just meet people don't you
0: yeah Um, yeah, uni is all about that isn't it yeah unless you really need the degree for example if you had done law or whatever but yeah yeah. exactly yeah you learn bits yeah like i did business management so oh yeah i don't think i um use much of that at the moment doing that because i do social media marketing i mean little bits um i mean like you said yeah a lot of it is book-based theory-based learning management principles and i'm not really in a managerial role right now so but then i think that's what led me into marketing and then into video Um, Mm. so obviously did the marketing like brand modules and they're quite cool you know you see like how brands are made and form and like you know branding Mm. being creative and then yeah that led i was doing videos a bit yeah you know in in the past on an old like camcorder and editing like little you know stupid videos with your mates but yeah i think Mm. after then that's when i realized that you could do a lot more even with like a basic dslr but yeah, yeah, that's
1: cool. I just also wish. I think that's one of the things. Like you say, you did a business degree there. In hindsight, I would love to have learned more about business. When like like that is one of the things that I really didn't get anything of really in uni or even in school. I didn't do business studies or anything like that. Um, so, like in like I look at people like that did a business degree. <laughs> and I think wow, that, that would be useful because mm. then you sort of left if you don't do it like there was that first especially 12 months of going freelance where you're literally sort of getting thrown into it a little bit then having to learn everything pretty much like having to teach yourself all about oh wait didn't even know like what you had to do regarding taxes or anything like so like there's, there's all that like and, and I think that would that would have been something that would have been cool to learn more when I was younger but it is what it is and you do learn yourself don't you Mm, you sort of teach yourself as you go i think that's the
0: perception like the i don't think the business degree really tells you anything about starting your own business Um, right so i think yeah like the way you did it is probably the way most people do it learn on the job sort of thing you know the hard way and a lot of the times that's the quickest way i think because yeah the business degree didn't doesn't tell you much about you know managing your money or anything like that it's just pure yeah. like management marketing management but yeah it, you know all knowledge is good yeah. in a way isn't it <laughs> yeah definitely, it helps 100%. you find what you do and don't want to do i think so yeah 100
1: yeah
0: cool all right So we uh talk about how you got your first paying client
1: uh, yeah yeah sweet um that was probably you know from uni like um genuinely like the course that i did while i say you know there's plenty of people like who did my course who were all like (laughs) just lagging it off afterwards and like everyone loads of people on my year like look there's great things about it because you met loads of people and one of the other great things about it was um even though i don't feel like you learned as much as maybe you could have it there was loads of opportunities so um like it was crazy, man. Like, I, I did work experience on Peaky Blinders. Like, they, they like, it was, like, all good, like, like good stuff. Like, that they would, like, come along and be, like, there's, like, here's some work experience for this or, like, that. But my first paid job was there was a woman in the uni who basically got me in touch with one of the ex-students. Uh, like, he graduated a few years before. And, yeah, that was, that was literally what it was. He was looking for a student to help him out with, like, some work or something and some camera operation and... I knew my way around the C one hundred. So uh got it from there. But then that's really like from knowing him and, and contacting with him, that's really how I grew my freelance business because he then put me in touch with people he worked with that were really great. And um and then I've from there just like gained more and more work and got regular work and I still work with him to this day. Like it's like really good friends. So like that is honestly like it's just the networking thing you yeah, know like it's that, so true isn't it it's crazy
0: yeah, yeah it's I think crazy a lot of like people starting out even me it's sort of starting out trying to get into video you know you think you can just like email a thousand people yeah. and just pray for a client but like you know, the best way is like the people you know and the yeah. people that obviously know you so you're like on their mind when the job comes around sort of thing
1: yeah exactly and like the beauty of that is like um well this is the thing so like first couple of years of my business especially mm. i i didn't do any any marketing it was just word of mouth so which which is annoying because you know when there's nothing coming around and there's no work around when mm. no one's asking you, you you're a bit dry do you know what i mean like yeah yeah but then one week i could have a couple of people or three people being like are you are you busy next week can you do this for us Or like so it was great sometimes but then also you know it's got its like limitations yeah. because there's only so many people that you can sort of draw from. Yeah. and so um, you
0: feel like you're leaving it to chance a bit? Sometimes.
1: You are, yeah. yeah. You literally Anywhere, are, yeah. yeah. And, and and this is the thing, because like it's like I didn't realise that I could do like a a combination of both, because you can still do the word of mouth and that, obviously still I'm still in contact with everyone. Mm. But then you can also put in when you're not working, put in that extra bit of effort to sort of market yourself essentially and try and draw from different avenues of like bringing in work so uh yeah but my first job yeah and it was like a it was like a football job or something i can't even remember it was just like cam- camera operation but yeah it was like it was, it was decent like it was good fun yeah uh, yeah so that that's where i started
0: really like cool yes yeah, that's, that's cool what well, about yeah.
1: yourself did you like what what was your first job? I'm just curious. Like,
0: um, well, see, so, so I'm still actually working full time doing social media, but I do like okay. video, video on the side. Sick. Um, I'm sick. But yeah, first job was probably just like a standard, um, you know, DJ event, like day and night event.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah. So,
0: um, well, yeah, that was cool. Like, so I did, but they wanted me to do everything, so I did photo yeah, and yeah. video, which was wow. like pretty intense because it was like a whole day thing and i thought oh i've got a yeah. you know, first sort of job i gotta film everything <laughs> take pictures yeah. of everything and everyone so yeah but it was, ah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah it ended up going all right but yeah obviously that's why i wanted to do this summer like events and stuff but yeah with the whole thing that's gone on <laughs> events is uh off the cards for yeah. a bit so you just gotta yeah. like, adapt you, to what's available i guess
1: of course and it'll come back around especially like Mm. think about it like this like that i'm very optimistic with it because like
0: yeah
1: let's be honest the stuff that hasn't happened this year they're going to kick back off next year with a vengeance like they're really gonna want to make up for lost time essentially yeah people are going to be up for it so it's gonna be great like
0: yeah i of like the economy isn't it everything's down and up until yeah it's exactly Or, but yeah people will yeah. be raring to go stuff
1: like thing. that though like events like that is the sort of thing that a lot of people will be missing, and like a lot of people will be like, like itching to get back to that sort of thing. Whether it's like I don't know, like club events or like whatever, like whatever it is, like people are going to be dying to get back out and doing that. So like, that's because I doubt yeah. they're going to, they're going to be pretty, uh, pretty good next year, I reckon.
0: Like, so would you yeah. say you're optimistic for the future of
1: the media world? 100%. Yeah absolutely man like um yeah like for example like this year look it's been i had a good start to the year so like i was working regular and like in a way i was quite lucky because i had quite a lot of work sort of january to march so it set me up sort of financially i had like a little a little bit of cash that i could you know draw from for the next few months Mm. i was lucky in that sense like it, it came in and the money came in at the right time really so, um, in that sense, yeah, I was lucky there, but I'm absolutely optimistic because like I do shoot I shoot a load of stuff, different things, like I work for a wedding agency and I shoot weddings for them, just like on like a Saturday or a Sunday. yeah, and like we had I've had something like twenty five canceled this year um and next but that means next year and the year after, like we're gonna have all of the ones that were due like like to be next year still yeah. going ahead and then we've got all these other ones thrown in and then there's like you know all this i think it's just going to be mental to be honest like i i think there'll be so much stuff and there's um like you say like the economy is going to bounce back in to an extent and mm. everyone who's sort of wanted stuff over the last few months that hasn't been able to do it is going to be looking for stuff when like looking for work looking for videos looking for content when they need to you know like so no i'm completely optimistic for it like they're going to be making up for a lot of lost time there's only so many people that can go out and do it so it's just about staying active and keeping yourself on on the radar and then you know i'm absolutely yeah yeah i think you're right yeah
0: i think the ones that are more optimistic will do better because they'll be ready when they and they'll have created the content they'll be out there i think so um yeah
1: yeah and like like this sort of thing is just great like like what you what you're doing now is like uh, yeah i think it's like the perfect yeah. way the perfect place to be yeah
0: so the past four months hasn't affected you too badly you could say
1: yeah i've been all right like Survived. like i say i was lucky with lucky with the 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 work that was before like mm. i don't have massive overhead costs you know i don't have a i don't pay for a, an office or so i don't have like particularly any other than like you know obviously bills and stuff like that I don't have any like outgoings that I have to worry about too much so I've been able to just keep my, my costs low yeah, and then smart. draw from the, you know the, the government were you know given like grants and stuff like that and I made use of them Um and then yeah so it's kept me afloat quite nicely so yeah I'm feeling all right like <laughs>
0: doing all right hanging in there feeling that's right. good All Right, let's let's talk about your over your uh, freelance career. What's the favorite? Your favorite project that you've worked on? Or Um, you know what? It was
1: probably one of. Yeah, it was probably the one we did just before lockdown, and it was like, because it was so surreal. Like, obviously, coronavirus has been sort of on the cards since like January when people started hearing about it. So when it got to March the news was starting to really pick up about it, wasn't it? And everyone mm. was like, you know, sort of knowing that it was coming. And uh, I think one of my friends, Josh, Josh Goodgen, um, got me involved with, uh, basically, the bab- there was a badminton competition. It was like the All England badminton. And <laughs> it was like a week-long job in Birmingham. And I went down with him and this other lad called Josh. He's like a really good friend. And we, honestly, we just had the funniest time. It was class. Like, the, the work was good. Like, we, we created, like, a, basically a highlight show for YouTube every night for, like, we had presenters, and it was, it was it was really quite cool. But um, what was mad about it was, like, it was in the, like, the height of all this stuff. Like, the world's starting to go crazy. And, like, we were in this Airbnb, and just, for example, like, we run out of, like, they, they'd left us with, like, we were there for a week. They'd left us with, like, two toilet rolls, maybe. And we run out on, like, probably, like, day three. Because we had to share two bathrooms with two loo rolls. So, you know, it's not, not going to go far. And um, so we, we had, like, this whole hunt around Birmingham for, for toilet roll. Um, <laughs> we couldn't find it. And then we had to... Ah, uh, It was just, like, it was just all crazy. Honestly, it was just all crazy. Like, the world was going mad. And, like, this competition was, like, this absolute hub for, like, people from all around the world. Because if you can think about it, like, badminton, basically all England's, like, people from asia people from the americas people from all over europe were coming to this competition and like there was such a big anxiety around the place like everyone was like anyone coughed and everyone was just like clearing the room sort of thing like yeah like, it was weird it was like but like in that situation we were just sort of like i don't know it was just funny we had a laugh with it and then also i think i sort of knew deep down like Probably this is going to be my last big job before. Look, everyone knew lockdown was probably coming. And, like, so it was, like, in my head, I think we thought, we just thought, all of us, really, like, this is probably going to be the last thing we're going to do for a while. Like, may as well make the most of it. And, yeah, we just had such a good time. So I would say that was the best one, like, yeah. by far, really. It was just such a good laugh, like.
0: Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I saw a couple actual... of the videos. It actually, like, looks like a cool thing to shoot, doesn't it? There's so much, like, dynamic It was stuff really
1: good. Exactly.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. You probably should have like vlogged it when you are chasing the on the toilet roll hunt. That could have been <laughs> quite a bit of content.
1: We did it. We did it. We did a vlog for it. How oh, did you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a. So we've got. Uh, I'll I'll send you afterwards. There's yeah. A, I'll have to check. Josh out. put together an amazing video of like the three of us going around Birmingham looking for toilet roll. Oh, there you go. And we we one. honestly went to like ten different shops and. Uh, yeah, I'll let you. I'll let you watch it because it is good. But. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, was that was that early March? So that would have been everyone. Yeah, everyone was sort of panicking as you were <laughs> shooting, and it, yeah, and then suddenly like the lockdown and edit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, literally, man. Like literally, like lockdown was like the week after. Yeah, and I did manage to get a couple of little jobs in that week, um, but that it pretty much was like the last like main job. They're always fun, especially when you're going away with people like to do stuff like that.
0: Um, yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> That's why you it, do like, what you do, just... is it? Really?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Projects like that. That's yeah, it's
0: cool.
1: When you're good friends with people as well, and you know, you get to a point where you, you become you sort of do regular. Like a lot of my work, honestly, comes from like I say, word of mouth. But it's like regular people that I sort of work with. Really, like obviously, I have other jobs that come in. that are are great but then the most part i I do sort of work with the same sort of people um so you get to know people really well so then when stuff like that does come along like we had just such a laugh because it was like oh yeah we're actually going to go away somewhere together we're going to have like all this time to like i don't know like just go for food and like obviously you're still working but you're just having a laugh
0: it's like a little adventure isn't it yeah exactly
1: (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) exactly all... Yeah. So
0: let right. yeah. So, from that, what do you think would be your dream project if you could sort of work with any brand, dream anywhere in the world? Have you got any idea? Okay. So,
1: like, I would probably say it would be do some doing something. Um, I don't know. Like, it's a tricky one that because. Yeah. I put in a lot of work recently doing like, I do a lot of huh, before lockdown and everything obviously sports. I really enjoy filming sports and like I've worked with a few sorts of athletes and stuff in the past and like, I really enjoy it. So I would probably say something to do with that, maybe like sportswear or something like Nike Nike or something like that would be sick. Yeah. But uh, honestly as well, like it's a tough one because I'm torn. So I love music as well. Yeah. So like, I think about like, imagine working with like your favorite musician or something like that. Your favorite artist and doing a video with them. Yeah, like that would be, cool. be like next level. So, ah, look, if we're talking dream jobs, it would probably be something like that. Like either working with one of the Liverpool players or like the uh, Liverpool team, or
0: um, I
1: don't know, like
0: uh, yeah, doing like a mini documentary for them or something. Or like, that would be yeah, or, like, like maybe that like would be my dream job. From a game. Yeah, like
1: that would maybe be my dream job if I could like bury myself within the Liverpool set up and like do like a behind the scenes documentary of like the season or something that would be like quality. Yeah. Cause you'd get to know everyone and like <laughs> be unreal, be in and around it. So yeah, that, that would be it. Like, and, and also like to just add to it, like being like the dream job I'd have to have, like, like I say, I'd have to bring the lads along. Yeah. Cause like,
0: yeah, you can doing it on me and I'd
1: be stressed out, be stressed out like mad. If I had like the lads there that I could like, have a laugh with and do it at the same time like and do this amazing job it'd be perfect like so yeah, definitely be, that
0: yeah you can imagine and Klopp would be uh, <laughs> demanding you for his content
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that'd be class like
0: yeah especially, especially on like a winning season imagine if you'd done it this year like this much, season exactly fun you could have had. Well, the, oh, I mean, you know what last season would have been good yeah
1: like, last season would have been good with the um with the the Champions League, like yeah. obviously we didn't we didn't win the the Premier League last season. We were like one point behind. But yeah, yeah. Just yeah. being there for like the Champions League would have been unreal. Like so, yeah. Anything like that. I mean, it has been done before. They they did a. I mean, obviously Man City did a documentary um, on Amazon Prime. It was a few seasons back, but uh, and there's loads of like ones popping up on sort of Netflix about. I think there's a Fleetwood Town one, and there's 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 others. A Sunderland have got one. But um, just following the fool would be, I don't know. Like, there's so many characters as well in that dressing room. So like, I just think it would be a class one. Yeah. So, like, yeah, that, that would be it. Like, that would be cool. yeah. a okay. job.
0: Yeah, we found your dream job. So at least <laughs> you've got something to work towards. Man. What football team do you support? Oh, you're not going to like this, but Tottenham.
1: <laughs> oh, no, you know what? That's fine. Like...
0: <laughs> but you won so, last I bet you, year, like... so... Inside,
1: you died a bit when I said there about like... Yeah, uh, but I'm not
0: like a massive diehard fan. And most people know that. I mean, like, you know, they take the mic when I don't even remember like the score from two weeks ago or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I was pretty, I was gutted watching the final, but Uh, it was a a Uh, tricky one.
1: I was going to say, I thought when you said that I wasn't going to like it, you're going to say like you're a United fan or something. United or (laughs) Tottenham, I can live with, man. I can live with that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, cool yeah, so, yeah. That's the dream, Liverpool. Yeah. Um, that,
1: would would your dream job be something to do with sport, Jack? You reckon or?
0: Yeah, I think so. Even like you said about Nike, like there is so much cool stuff. Even like working with, yeah, yeah one of their athletes or something. Like, I am a like yeah. massive Rafa Nadal fan, so it'd probably. Oh like, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like I haven't been to the French Open yet yeah, to see him, but I think that would be the dream. Like doing a <laughs> talk with him would be so cool. But yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, Unreal is not it? Yeah.
0: Unreal. Definitely. But yeah, in terms of like because um, I think a lot of people ask sort of how, you know, what advice would you give to get clients? But I would ask like what advice do you give to sort of connect with other people that are doing video? You know, sort of oh, how, that's a good you, question, how do you think you've sort of made your connections in how video? Say, like like your obviously mates stuff, yeah. with Josh and other people like yeah.
1: that. So, like, obviously for me, right, um, uni was good, like, meeting people in uni, but I know obviously that's not available to everyone because not everyone's been to uni. Mm. Um, so I would say it's just, like, trying to... Obviously, once you start getting on your first few jobs, especially if you're doing work where it's, like, um, you know, with like as part of a crew or, you know, things like that, if you can get on jobs where it's, like, crew type of jobs you get to know people on set and you get to know people that you're working with like you might because if you're part of a camera team you might get really like close with like the other guys that are on it um like i got friends with josh so i know another lad called josh and and i just seem to know josh's Um, (laughs) and um like i got to know him through him and then um yeah but i'm trying to think about other contacts i've met um uni is a big one mm. and yeah honestly just working on jobs yeah. like you it's just something that you you know when you start out you might feel like oh, i don't really know many people but that is always going to be the case you know like i mean yeah it, it no is one 100% no something...
0: one
1: exactly exactly yeah. and you're gonna i mean unless you're like massively lucky but <laughs> like, you, like you're just gonna the longer you do something you're gonna meet more people and as long as you stay active and like, you never know, like, what's going to come around the corner in terms of, like, who you're going to just, like, hear from or you're going to – you could reach out to people yourself. Like, like, another thing that I did was I got quite lucky. Like, one of my – like, my, my close mates who are, you know, outside of filming are really, like – obviously, they're good mates. And, like, so when something goes on, like, Instagram, like, sometimes you get, like, footballers or whatever posting on there, like, I'm looking for someone to do some videos or, you know, just, like, random Instagram story. They always seem to, like, tag me in them. So, like, it's cool. And then from that, I, got, I did a, vic- a video for... Do you remember Victor Anachibi for Everton? Oh,
0: <laughs> <All laughs> right, Strike. yeah, yeah. The tank.
1: Big tank, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I messaged it because one of my friends tagged me in that. I messaged <laughs> him. And, and he was like, yeah, cool, like, let's do it. So I did a video with him. And then... Um,
0: well, you messaged But then Victor. from that... <laughs>
1: I messaged Big Vic, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was cool, like, hearing yeah. back from him. And then, uh, thingy, so, the, the, I guess the story of this is, like, I sort of did the video with him, lost contact with him, really. Like, you know, we, really, like, whatever he uploaded and that, and then didn't really hear from him again. But the gym that I filmed him in got in touch with me, and basically that was, like, a year and a bit ago, year and a half ago now. And I've been speaking to them ever since, and I've been working with them ever since. So it's like, you know, things come... I guess the point is, I know they're not quite a a contact, as in within the film sort of setting, but it's like, just by doing one thing and meeting people and just getting out there, like, you will meet through that so many other people. And, like, like with the film thing, though, you've just got to, like, like you're doing, just reaching out to people, getting to know people. Don't be shy on social media. Like, I think a lot of people have the opinion that people who are sort of not doing it think, oh, it's cringy, like getting in touch with people or whatever. And yeah. like, I, honestly, like I used to think that, no, but I used to think that like, I used to think like, oh, I'm not going to message him. You won't want to hear from me or like, you know, you won't even read it. Like why? Of course <laughs> yeah. they, like, they yeah. will, you know, like they're just people at the end of the day. And like, yeah, yeah. if I've now sort of at a point where I'm like, oh, if I, if I get a message from someone, I'm, I'm buzzing. Like, it's nice to hear from people. Like, and, like, I love getting to know other people who are doing this thing as well because it keeps me on track. It keeps me motivated. So, like, I would say if you like someone online or whatever, don't be afraid, even if it's just leaving them a comment, just being like, ah, oh, sick vid. Like, I'd, but, like, you know, obviously putting something a bit more to it. Yeah, yeah. But just like showing them that you appreciate their content because because you've been nice to them and giving them a compliment, they will appreciate you back. You know, like, they're going to be like, oh, this guy seems cool. Like and they'll be more interested in you and what you do. So yeah. like if it is just social media that you've got and you know, you're not really meeting people outside, just, just don't be afraid to like leave people a nice compliment and um, you know, reach out to them and maybe when the world comes back you could say like, Do you wanna meet up for a coffee or like, you know, get to know those people because like like I say, like meeting Josh and other people like that, he's like super he's super like, get go, go and do things and like, you know, always working and stuff. Mr. Motivator. But like, yeah, it rubs off on you. Like it really does. And like, it's definitely not me, but you know, from, from hearing other people like talking like that and doing stuff like that, it definitely rubs off to some extent. So
0: yeah. 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 I think like you said, was just messaging, isn't it? But not asking for too much, like providing some sort of value if you can.
1: Yeah. 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 100% 100% like that, that, that's that's spot on I would say like don't I would say don't obviously message someone being like
0: give me a client <laughs> like
1: yeah like asking for something from them don't yeah. burden them with something straight away yeah like don't do that like because let's be honest if you get a message from someone and it's like oh can you do this for me or whatever you're probably just gonna think oh God, no. It's not a good, like, initial, like, mm. initial sort of, like, interaction, is it? No. Whereas if it's just, like, a nice compliment, and then, you know, like, people are m- more likely to just appreciate you. And, like, you yeah. know, if, if if you think about that person who always leaves a nice comment on your videos, especially when you're just starting out, you think that person's a f- – you think they're a legend, like, you know, like, like so yeah. it's just, like, being being a mate first, I would say. And yeah. then things come from, like – people want to work with their friends, really. It's like how it is. And like, yeah, yeah. people really that are cool easy to
0: work with, isn't it? Cause
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. The bad, but that is really like, <laughs> yeah. Like I have found that genuinely to be the case, like with jobs that I've done where we've brought someone new in, for example, like we say I've been in a little camera team and they've gone, Oh, like we need an extra person. Let's get this person in. We'll bring them in. It's almost like in a sense, it's important that they do the job, obviously, but, more importantly is sort of just them being a sound guy and like us all getting along because any little things that you can look the job itself you can iron that out any like little things that they're doing wrong or whatever or could be more efficient look you can iron them out and if they're a cool person and you enjoy being around them then you want them back whereas they could be amazing but then just be like really just like not that pleasant to be around, and you're not going to want them back, really, are you? So, no, the sorry. advice I would give to people is, if you do a job, just be just be sound with people, just just be friendly with people, and don't be afraid to say hi and like, I don't know, don't be too intense, obviously. Like, just, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. but I know, yeah, I think like don't be, just it comes more naturally to certain balance, people, doesn't it? Just being but...
1: nice and cracking jokes and stuff.
0: Yeah, that's it. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, and just don't be. Yeah. Don't be put off when someone doesn't reply or something because you got to realize I think everyone's yeah. so busy with their own stuff, aren't they? Like,
1: you don't yeah, know how yeah, much yeah.
0: they got going on or what their focus is or.
1: Exactly. But also don't be too disheartened, like, because, you know, like I've had it before where you message someone, you don't hear back for ages and you think, ah, oh, like that's, like, <laughs> I don't get a reply there. <laughs> yeah. But then, like, a while later, you'll get that reply. Yeah. Like, and they might have just been busy or. Um, now they just might not have seen it. And like sometimes there's just other reasons to, to things like not quite going the way you think. And I, in a video the other week I talked about like when you start out that feeling of losing a client when you, you don't hear back from them and it sucks, like really sucks. But then sometimes you'll think, oh, I've lost that client. I must have done something wrong. And you can overanalyze like what did I do wrong there? But then six months later you'll hear from them again. And they'll be like, oh, we want you to do another video and you're like ah oh, I thought of, i you know you beat yourself up about ah oh, i think i've lost this client like i've not heard from them the reality is they might have just been busy doing other stuff and didn't have time to do a video or like whatever it is so i think just trying to trying to keep sort of <laughs> just trying to keep a bit optimistic and don't take don't take everything to heart because you know the way i see it you're in this business thing for the long haul it's not yeah. just a short term like success doesn't come overnight. Like it's just a short term thing. Like it's a long term thing. Sorry. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I think that's like, like the networking thing. You're not going to necessarily get to know everyone overnight, but if you're in this for, if you think about it and you think this is going to be my career, say then over the, how long does a career last? It's like the, the span of years. You're going to meet people over the years. So, like, you might not meet them all overnight, but if you can get past those first few years and then you get to know more people, then, yeah, it just grows, doesn't it? it just grows. Yeah,
0: it's like a snowball effect, isn't it? They call it compound yeah. effect.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, like, I, yeah, I always think about this. I heard, like, I don't know if you ever listened to Gary V. Yeah, He a, said a something about, <laughs> um, yeah, like, he said something about um, about what people, like, expect, like, are hoping for things to just happen, like, quickly. He was like, when you start going to the gym, for example, you, you know, if you can get yourself into the mindset of this is going to be something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life, go in the gym, then it becomes less important of seeing the instant results because you just think to yourself, it doesn't matter because this is going to be something I'm going to do every week for the rest of my life. So it's even if it's a slow process, who cares? Because... All right, one year might pass, but how many years have you still got left to to carry on doing that thing? Like, or a week will pass. Well, there's going to be plenty more weeks that you can do it. So, in a sense, I sort of see the same thing with business. Like, um, it's like you, you know, you're in this for the long haul. You're not just going to pick. You're not just going to sack it off tomorrow and do something else. So, you may as well just accept that. Like, things are going to come. You just have to like they come slowly sometimes, and
0: you know try and progress a little bit every day isn't it and then you're pretty yeah, much exactly like do you think about that in your work like you trying to each video you want to sort of raise the quality and stuff like that
1: sort of so like i do i do actually think about that like mm. i don't think to i try not beat myself up too much and i do i do beat myself up too much sometimes like i think everyone in a sense does that yeah. like you notice things that Probably your average person watching it isn't going to notice and, and you beat yourself up for it. But um, I think sometimes, again, I'm mentioning Josh here because he, he said this to me and it was good. Sometimes done is good enough. And like by that, it was like I, I went through a phase where I'd start making a video, right? And I'd just think, I'm going to make something to put on Instagram. No No purpose behind it just because I want to put something on Instagram. I'd start doing it And then I'd get frustrated because it wasn't going the way I wanted it or it wasn't looking as good as I had in my head. So I would just, (laughs) instead of finishing it, I would just close it and not bother, leave it, you know? And, you know, sometimes like you're actually better off to just post that, that thing that wasn't quite right the first time, just finish it and post it Mm -hmm. because next time you can say, Right. What can I like? What what can I iron out? And you can just get better every time. Like, like little things. Like, um, you know, I, I think about my editing, and I think, okay, maybe this time I'll just put in, even if it's just one percent more, on doing something different. Like, last say say last week I did a video, and then I think it was fine. If I if I think to myself this week, okay, maybe if I just spend that tiny bit extra time and just go over and fix up the audio just a bit more or like you know oh maybe i'll add in a different effect and you know add a couple more little sorts of sound effects or whatever it is those tiny little imp- like things that you might add just might take your quality up that little bit more and I, yeah i do think about that a lot like yeah.
0: I think, I think everyone like, that edits, do not they? It's like the attention to detail. A lot of times yeah. you think, oh, I could just sack it off here." you. And,
1: yeah, exactly. If you,
0: if you put in like 10, 20 more minutes and just be patient with it, like it'll come out so much better.
1: Exactly. That's it. Because And especially when you're excited to get something up, it can be so easy to just be like, oh, fine, that's good enough. I'll just upload it now. But yeah. if you can just resist that urge of just yeah. like finishing it straight away. I think that's the biggest urge. No, like... Yeah, and just think, no, I can put twenty more minutes in, like literally. <laughs> yeah. Or, or do that one thing that might smoothen it out. Like, just try and try and find the time to do that because mm. it'll be so worth it. Yeah. So worth
0: it. Yeah. And you'd Even be a lot lit- prouder. Little to things, thing isn't done. it? Little things like I've noticed your color grading's like really good, and just stuff Jeez, like man. that. Like, you know, uh, well, if if you like, I mean, yeah. you know
1: what. Like the only like thing I will say to people about that is like I have found my color grading got better, but mm. it's not that i 've necessarily improved I, genuinely i don't believe that I do yeah. anything much different yeah. like, all, Half the time i 'll just bang a lut on
0: yeah.
1: and get me you know fix the contrast or whatever
0: yeah
1: what I found that really helped that was actually just shooting at the right camera settings and it sounds so basic right yeah but when I started out, I would shoot something right and then I'd bring it into premiere and I would whack whack a LUT on it and I was just like, oh it looks so bad. (laughs) But it would look so it would look so bad. I'd be like, oh it looks so yellow or it looks so whatever. And really what the problem was was I was getting the wrong white balance. Like and if you don't correct the white balance, the LUTs just don't apply well at all. So I started like trying to pay more attention to like just shooting at least at the right white balance and getting your exposure as like good as you can. And then when you do that, and then you apply a lot, they go on pretty seamless. And like that is honestly the main thing for me. You know, I barely do anything other than I <laughs> will add a lot, maybe like fix the exposure a bit.
0: Secrets revealed. Is it? <laughs> yeah.
1: oh, man, it's just getting it right in camera though, and I think a lot of people neglect that because you yeah. think I can just sort it out in post. Mm. But it's just like it's like that thing of just work on the basic stuff, right? And yeah. you'd be surprised at like the knock-on effect that they actually have. Because mm. if it's if it's like you might think I'm not quite perfect with doing like exposing my image. But if you say, if you said to yourself today, right, I'm going to, you know, play around with my camera and trying to find the sweet spot of like where, where it looks good and sort of exposure. You might actually find that. Wow. Like my colors are looking so much better in post as well now. So like it knocks on and then, and yeah, it's like for me, that's what it is like, honestly.
0: Yeah. Uh, It's it's almost like same as patience in the the edit. It's just
1: like, Trying to understand a bit more lighting and, um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's,
0: yeah, you're right, because it doesn't really like you can study lighting, you can study lighting for a day and it would be like so much better. But most people are so sort of you know distracted by all these little effects and overlays and god knows what these days, but
1: yeah,
0: yeah, like you said, yeah, it's the basics, getting the the basics.
1: But this is the other thing that I think is important as well, though, you're not people aren't, you're not just going to get the basics right straight away. It's Mm. like, I've been doing this for for nearly four years and I feel like I'm just like that. So like, for example, that, that you just like complimented my color there. I really appreciate that. (laughs) But that's, that's four years in the making, you know, like Mm. really for me, like it definitely only up until if, if you'd have looked at my work last year, it wouldn't have looked anything like it does now. I like, it's just, gradual improvement you you learn things just over time like oh maybe i need to do expose a bit more like that or you know you just you just pick them up slowly and then and then you get to a point where you sort of because you've tried through trial and error ironed out so many little things like you just become better at like full stop At you know you just become you've you sort of create your own style and i know okay in order for me to grade it i need to shoot it a bit more like that i need to make sure my Highlights aren't blown out or I need to, whatever it is, but it, it's a slow thing. Like it really is a slow thing. So yeah, definitely. Like, I know I keep hammering it home, but <laughs> I, I really, this is the thing that I struggled with to begin with. I really did. And like, I just, you know, you want things to just happen and you want things to look good straight away. Like you just want to watch a video and then go away, do it. And it's not sick. It's not the same as his. <laughs> You know, and it's really yeah. not the case always. Like no. sometimes you might get lucky and, or you might just do a good video and great, but they're not always going to be like that. And just not to get too disheartened because like there's so much like that doesn't get shared that people make and it, you know, just doesn't look good, but they yeah. don't show you it because they don't yeah. want to share it. Yeah. So it's easy yeah. to just think you live in this like perfect world where all these people are sick at doing stuff. <laughs> like, really? They just don't post the stuff that looks rubbish.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the problem, isn't it, <laughs> with, like, internet now. Especially starting out, everyone looks at people or production companies that are doing it for 10, yeah, exactly. 20 years, and you're like, I want to make that now, but you can't, can you? Because you've got to do the <laughs> daily practice until you get to that step. But
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. just of the opinion, don't put too much pressure on yourself to, to like... Yeah. <laughs> There's another thing is, like, people think, oh, I've got to do this, I've got to, like... It's like I know. Listen, I love Gary Vee, and I love his like, <laughs> I've read his book, and and like really inspirational. Yeah. But then there's also this thing of like, he puts a lot of pressure on. If you're reading the book, it's like you've got to like make sure you like do something every day or post something every day or whatever it is. And it, like I've said this before, but it puts a lot of pressure on people. And if you're not quite built the same way he is, like if you're not wired the same way he is, like I'm not. Mm. Like no. So I I sort of think to myself like. Uh, I'm not wired the same way it is so I couldn't do something every day because I would just burn out straight away I would just I'd try and do it and I'd get myself too worked up and too stressed out about it and I would no way finish it so you just sort of got to take it at your own pace as well don't put too much pressure on yourself just you know uh, smart goals smart goal setting just do like <laughs> smart goals little no. goals first and then build on them
0: you know yeah uh, yeah that'll that'll work definitely does work for yeah. most people yeah Alright, Should we talk about kit for a little bit? Because you know everyone likes yeah, talking about it. kit. <laughs> um Sure. So, what are you shooting on at the moment? Are you still shooting on the A7S?
1: A7S, yeah. So it's a, it's not the newest camera, and it's by no means the most glamorous. But um, I I've sort of over the years I've like I had this thought of like, do you need
0: mm.
1: do like when I started out, right? I was looking into all different cameras. I was like. I'd saved up a bit of money, like I was living at home, saved up some money from working and stuff. And I was doing freelance jobs where I was not requiring to actually have a camera. You know, they'd have one and I could just come along and do the the camera work for them. So I was doing that and built up some money, thought, going to buy a camera. I was looking at sort of FS5s. I was looking at, you know, like the Canon. I wanted a C300, but I couldn't afford it. Um, And um, I ended up getting to like the mindset of like, because i saw this guy online who was posting beautiful stuff and you expect in your head like you expect that to have been shot on something unreal like don't get me wrong the a7s is a good camera but he was like shooting it on the a7s mark 1 and i was like if he's doing it on that i have got absolutely no excuse to like be like i need this camera you like so i thought no you know what no client has ever turned around and said to me we need you to shoot on an fs5 or better like unless you, unless you were doing like maybe like a camera for hire job where it was like shooting for another production company, they might want a camera. But yeah. but like generally, if you're just working for, you know, a video client, they have never, ever turned around to me and said like, that camera's not good enough. And so I've always had the opinion of like, while I'm still shooting good stuff with this camera, like why I don't need to change it. Like I like the full frame look that you get with the DSLR. Like, I love that. Like, you get that so much extra depth. Um, it shoots my 100 frames a second, uh, which, granted, it isn't great because it's got, like, a 2.2 crop or something on it when you do. Yeah. But it's still, like, it's still good. And um, I just think there's workarounds, like, for most things. Like, it shoots really nice footage. And I would like to upgrade it. Like, I mean, I saw the um, the new Canon that came out the other oh, day. It looks God, pretty yeah. good.
0: Yeah, what you? Um, it's specs, isn't it? Everyone's like, "Oh, I need these specs, <laughs> so I can yeah, shoot 4K yeah. at 400 there's, frames a second. <laughs> yeah,
1: there's like certain things about that camera where I think, okay, that would be a genuine upgrade for me. Like, and it's like it shoots 100 frames a second. Obviously, this is like a standard thing, but it doesn't happen on my A7S. Like, it shoots 100 frames at full frame, and like for me, when I shoot 100 frames, it zooms me in and I lose loads of image and. It goes grainy and stuff. So there's loads of stuff like that where I think, all right, that would genuinely improve my work. Like there's no there's no like like beating around the bush with that. It would make my work look better. But do I need it right now? Probably not. But then there's so much other stuff on this camera. Like I love the fact that you can have all of this amazing videos capability, and then I could, in a heartbeat, if I wanted to get a thumbnail, switch to photo and just get a an amazing forty-five megabyte. Or oh, megapixel sorry uh photo like do you know what i mean like yeah it yeah it looks good and then she's like raw 8k raw and stuff yeah. like that
0: but then yeah but yeah
1: at the moment i'm sort of yeah 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 exactly and then it's like okay you gotta buy the rf lenses as well and then <laughs> two grand each. and thing. then you yeah like yeah like literally pete mckinnon like is like oh this is my camera setup and it's like so he had like two two cameras two EOS what is it the R5 is it or something yeah, or yeah. Six, I can't and it's like um, <laughs> it's like seven grand in each hand yeah. just like and that's just literally a camera body and one lens in each hand and you're like seven grand each yeah. it's like it's a big outlay in it I especially know. when and you know, like, need you've a got need a new camera lens. already. <laughs> especially when you've got a nice camera already, I think like is four grand going to make me that much better like yeah. I don't know
0: I don't yeah. know. <laughs> and are you at the that? level where you can upgrade? Like, yeah, like I can't
1: your... just upgrade willy nilly. Like,
0: yeah, if you're uh, earning, I've like, got yeah, the,
1: the money on.
0: Yeah, unless you're making loads and yeah, the clients demand it. It's probably best to yeah. just master what you've got, isn't it?
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. So, like, that's sort of like the way I've seen it. Like, I think okay, I could upgrade my camera, but then it'd be like a load of money down and I wouldn't really be in a, a different spot. Whereas if I could, like you say, master the camera you have got, yeah. build up to a point where, you know, you're creating really nice stuff and you can obtain more clients, then maybe you will be able to upgrade your camera in future. But right now, if, if the thing that you're using is good and like you're getting good images out of it, I've never had anyone turn around to me and say, oh, that, that, that image doesn't look good. Or like, yeah. Yeah. so at the moment, I'm just like, I'll just roll with it like i'd hope I think when I bought it, I'd hoped maybe I would have something different by now, but like when when it's not broke why why if fix it like you know like,
0: exactly and yeah. like,
1: I've upgraded my other kit so i've put the money that I have spent has probably come in the form of like i mean I've bought the aperture one nice. twenty uh, d i've got like you know I bought a small h d for my a sevens so I was like well okay there's loads of limitations on the cameras like the screen wasn't very good so it's like okay i'll buy a small hd and then i've uh, got like a recently invested in like some stuff for my little home office like um like where i shoot my youtube videos so i've got like c stands where i've got my mic attached to it and i bought a new mic uh so i've got my little setup and like sometimes if you invest in like you know if you invest in like multiple things so if you obviously the camera's important, but then all the things that go with it are important as well. So it's like, if you invest, if you spread your money out and say, okay, if I only spend two grand on my camera, then I can spend three grand on other stuff. Say for example, that was what you were doing. Yeah. Like I I see real value in that because you can have like a more complete setup and you know, what good would a nice camera be if you didn't have like lighting that you could use that would, um, you know, make your video look good or it would still look, it would still look sort of, I don't want to say amateurish, but it would still look like a bit more basic, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah. Like you said, half of it is lighting and sound, really, isn't it? And then, like like you said, you saw some crazy, like good projects could probably be shot on like a Canon 700D, which was my first camera. (laughs) But, like, if you get the lighting on point and the grade and, you know, all that's free. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Just your skill.
1: And, like, the mad thing with those, so those cameras,
0: they're, they're only.
1: Well, I had one of them too. I had a, well, I had a 70D, and before that I had like a Nikon. And um, <laughs> the thing is, right, the, the drawback for those is they can't shoot like log. Mm. Like, obviously, you're just stuck with like the yeah. Rec 709, like really like contrasty look, yeah. which is fine if the lighting is right. But then, yeah, you can be a bit overexposed or underexposed or, you know, whatever. So but when your camera does all that and you can like man shoots log and it shoots like nice 1080p, it can shoot 4k. It's not very good. But, um, like, yeah, like what, what at the moment, what is the need? What is the need to upgrade it? Like I would lo- look, look, yeah. I would love to, don't get me wrong. I would love to upgrade it. And like, <laughs> well, I'm of the opinion, like I'd have to put down quite a lot of money and I think my money could be best spent elsewhere at the moment in terms of like my sorts of kit, Like, Oh, yeah. So I'd like love to get yeah. some lenses. Yeah. Love to get some different lenses. Although to be fair, I pretty much just use the Sigma 1835. Like just lives on my camera that pretty much, unless I wanted to get a close up shot, which doesn't happen very often. Uh, I like to shoot quite wide. So, um, you know, I've got like a 24 105. So if I want to punch in and get something nice and close, but again, the Sigma, just lives on my camera. So I'd love to get something, some native lenses. That is the one thing I would say. I would love to mm. get something that I can throw on my camera that I can use autofocus and stuff with, because I use the Metabones. I've got like a can, so I've got Canon lenses
0: mm.
1: on my Sony. So I'm having to basically like none of the autofocus works. Yeah. I'm just having to pull everything,
0: which good, is good. Though.
1: Like, yeah. like it's fine. Like, you know, like, that's another thing. Like I watch like Daniel Schiffer and people like that. <laughs> and people in the comments are like, Oh like Are you using autofocus and that? You think I need these lenses because they they've autofocus? And then he's like, Nah, I'm just <laughs> focused by hand. Like yeah, then he's like, right, no like, got you're like, i got going. no excuse it's okay, really. Yeah, it's just like it's just like you see that and you, you question them and you're like, Oh, did you have you think oh no, he must have had autofocus there? And then they're like, Nope. <laughs> nope.
0: And then just you're good. like, Okay, I've got no excuse. Yeah, because I was looking at getting the Sigma. But yeah. So you manual focus on that with the yeah. Sony.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if if honestly, if I could give you a piece of advice, it would be get the the correct one for your camera. It was like at the time I thought, I honestly thought I was probably going to get a Canon camera, so I was like, I'll just get all the Canon lenses because I already had a 70D.
0: Mm.
1: I thought I'll get the Canon lenses and then I'll probably end up getting a, another Canon, so they'll work. But then that never really happened. So I'm sort of sat here with like Canon lenses and, and my Sony camera, which they work great. Don't get me wrong. The Metabones, like, it works great. But, like I say, if you get the ones that obviously fit your camera, you'll be able to use autofocus. And so there's times when that would be really useful. Like, there is times.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. I don't know. I just want to get more into manual. And obviously, I got a Sony as well. Um, it's like, yeah. like APS C, but I thought the Sigma on it would be, you know, pretty. 'Cause you've got that, oh, yeah, that range, is. haven't you? And you've got the low light. It's, it's a like, really
1: great lens. Yeah. I would yeah. recommend it fully. Like yeah. it's so versatile. Um, fair, it
0: just lives on the camera, doesn't it? It can do anything. Yeah. Like, also, you it's, can't go super close, but
1: No, it's beautiful for like um for like interviews and stuff, or like, you know, if you're just shooting your own setup. Or I like to shoot nice and wide when I go outside and Um, I I like that you can still shoot wide and get, like, beautiful depth. Like, you get, like, you can shoot really, like, shallow, like, 1.8, and I just love that lens, man. I I really love that lens, and, um, you know, like, at the end of the day, the way I see it, like, if you want a closer lens, like, you can pick up something that's a bit tighter, so it's, like, a really nice combination to have, so you can have the Sigma to shoot all your wide stuff, and then, you know, you can pick up lenses that can go in a bit further, like, you know relatively cheaply or or even if they weren't cheap you could just pick one up and just have it and then if you had two then you you're sort of covered from everything really that's the way i see it yeah so the way i see it is i have that for like the beauty shots and then i've got my just a canon 24105 just to do the the sort of the rep, the rest really um yeah just sort of does the legwork like yeah. the it's a sort of is that F, no F4, frills, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's yeah. no frills on it, honestly, but it it just does the job. So bit of yeah. a workhorse lens.
0: Yeah, does it all, doesn't it? Also, I've got the eighteen one oh five on the Sony, but yeah, it's got a yeah, really yeah. good autofocus. It's like yeah, obviously it's the fly by wire, which isn't the best, but if you're doing manual focus, nah, yeah, autofocus is good enough in most lighting yeah. situations. So. Yeah yeah
1: no totally yeah so yeah
0: especially yeah. for like if
1: you're doing stuff like where you wanted to i'd love something like that i'd love something like that because i'd love i'm sort of starting to get into like vlogging and stuff like that or even doing the youtube stuff a lens like that would be really handy because yeah you know just autofocus is huge when you're trying to hold a camera and you're Showing trying yourself. to record yourself <laughs> or if you're even if you're just sitting in front of the camera like this i can't just keep tweaking the focus like yeah because you, your so, arm's
0: not long enough is it <laughs> so I've tried ah, <laughs> you just, uh, yeah your stupid. arm's not long enough and then you move <laughs> forward and then you
1: can't actually see where your focus would be because you're not sat there anymore uh, like, yeah. it's, just, I mean,
0: it's annoying that's the pain
1: um, yeah so but,
0: but yeah lenses are a good investment I think so. if you get the right definitely. ones yeah so yeah I guess yeah a quick one then if you had any budget what would you get Body and lens wise, I'd get that new
1: Canon. I'd get that new Canon, yeah. If I I'd pre order that new Canon, um, <laughs> what is it? The I can't even remember what it is like the R, is it the R5? I think it is, or oh, something like that, or the R6. I can't remember. Yeah, I think that's two. I'd get that, yeah. There's like, yeah, so I'd do that and I'd get one of the lenses to go with it. Simple as that, really. Um, <laughs> then the what would the day, you uh, edit see, on? What do I edit on?
0: Or what would you edit on? What would you have to get?
1: To... Yeah, so I recently recently switched over to final cut and I'll just stick with that i um honestly you know what like what it was was i was using the adobe suite and yeah. it was fine but i just wanted something that was a little bit more like i don't know just it sounds, it sounds weird really but i wanted something that was just a bit more like easy going like cuz i was getting i was doing stuff in adobe and i was just getting really like fed up with it looking at like all the little square it's all like squares and like <laughs>
0: Yeah. I just I wanted something
1: I that was just a little bit more user friendly that I could just the the type of work I'm doing. I'm not doing anything crazy. I'm not doing yeah. any sort of you know. I'm not incorporating too much. And lots of the companies that I work with actually use Final Cut, and they produce like they produce work for big clients, like big brands. Like, so I was thinking, I'm spending like forty quid a month on Adobe, <laughs> or I yeah. could spend, um, or I could spend like two hundred and something and have it forever, Final Cut. It's like, no brainer, really. Yeah. Like.
0: Do you still yeah I got this new laptop. Mac- I got
1: the... Oh, yeah, the MacBook. <laughs> you got the new MacBook, and then Final Cut just worked so well on it. I think I'm still paying for Adobe, actually. I need to cancel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you, so that's where you, I'm at. Like, are you doing uh, much Final on After Cut, Effects? Then, and are you? I'd get, like a nice lens. I'd probably invest if I could. I'd get some nice lighting. I've already got a 120D um you can get uh, maybe get something like that again um you can get the mark two i've only got the mark one um yeah i got the new macbook so that was that's been great and um yeah so my editing process has just massively improved since since using final cut i've yeah, just uh, got cool. a lot more efficient and quicker and everything else all that good mm-hmm. stuff so i would uh i'm glad i did that <laughs>
0: premiere crashing on you much or like for me it crashes yeah well i had
1: i had so i was using an old macbook it was like th- 2013 which is all right don't get me wrong it was actually all right still mm. um and i had i bought the other year i bought like a desktop one like an iMac and it was the it's been the worst thing honestly it's so slow like <laughs> my 2013 macbook was well faster than it And it was like a 2016 iMac or something and Genuinely, like, I, I think there's something wrong with it, but I never got it sorted at the time. And it would, like, you'd click on Premiere and it would, like, do the little bounce for about, honestly, for about five minutes. Then <laughs> it'd load up and you'd try and import something and you get the little, the little multicolored loading wheel or whatever, and you'd just be sat there. Honestly, it would take me long enough just to get, like, footage imported. And then by the time it had, like, sort of rendered into the software, I was like an hour in and I was like, what's the point in that? Now I'm just like, it takes like 2 minutes to import the footage so like you can't like can't knock it whatsoever yeah like stuff that would take me a day genuinely stuff there was there was edits that would take me a day each right and this was like last year i had three edits to do for a client and each one was taking me a day and then i got this new macbook and i did this time around it was the same job but a year on i did the same three edits all in the one morning it was crazy like, I did them, like, it took me, like, an hour to do each one, and then I had them sent over by, like, lunchtime, so, like, Which, saved me, like, three wow. days of my life. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's when it's worth it to upgrade, isn't it? And you can, like, hundred justify that, definitely.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, because I can do all the stuff with my time, like, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, have you? yeah, is there any, I guess, yeah, because I was looking at upgrading, but. I suppose MacBook Pro and Final Cut is probably the quickest solution for that cost yeah, on a laptop, I mean, yeah. especially. I,
1: mean, I don't know. I think there's plenty of people out there that will tell you you could get a, a Windows. Yeah. Computer.
0: <laughs> I've but, always been Windows.
1: Have you? Yeah. So there's plenty of people out there that will say, do that. But I don't know. Look, it's just a personal choice. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I, I quite like working on a Mac. and There's certain things I use an iPhone, so like i like using a i can just ping stuff across to myself i like it all being sort of you know one system so i can just i can work easier i don't know maybe i'm just making excuses for why i should pay more i don't know yeah but this point, i've had max for years i've had honestly i've had one probably for about 10 years now maybe longer so maybe 11 12 years so i'm just used to it and i don't really want to go back to windows no. And the way I see it, as well, right? So I bought that MacBook back in 2013, and I only upgraded it last year. So, like, make that what you will, really. It's lasted me like six or seven years. Yeah, that's good. So, <laughs> all right, it's a big outlay, but you know, if you look after it, and I didn't look after that. So, like, if you look after it, it'll it'll last you, you know. Yeah. So that's the way I see it, and I feel like Windows PCs a lot. You have to; they don't have as as long of a life. Feel like they sort of start going like slow and stuff. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they do. Yeah. So are you doing much um, in After Effects anymore? Not really.
1: Uh, not really. I I sort of I've got it like as a I don't even know if I'm still paying for it. I think I am. Um, it's one of them things where it's like I know I've got it in my locker if I ever need to do something in it. Like generally, most of the things that I would want to do in it, I've found a way that I can do them in like After Effects. Oh no, in sorry in um. Final cut or Premiere. I don't really do much motion tracking. If I needed to do motion tracking, I'd have to get After Effects back. Um, I know there's ways of doing things in, in the other software, but like I know how I would do it in that software, but I don't really find the need to do it very often. If I if I did need it, I would just have to get it back for for a job or for whatever. But just um, at the moment, it's like while I don't really use it, there's no point in having it as like a an expense if I need it, I'll, I could pay for a month or two or
0: like, yeah. So like you said, I don't pay. think client work has to be that fancy, does it? It's just like, well, get your shots as, you know, well, yeah. it's editing, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's like, if you like need it, you can get someone else to do your After Effects or something. Yeah.
1: Well, like After Effects is like, for like adding look, visual effects, isn't it really? Like, mm. like, so yeah. But most of the things that I would want to use it for, like you say, like, like I reckon the most complex thing I would want, and you are the most, the thing I would probably want it for would be like tracking some text across, like so it sticks to maybe a wall or something. But I'm pretty sure you can probably do that in Final Cut, or in. I'm sure there's a way of doing it. Like, yeah. I'd probably explore that before I went back to getting After Effects, just because yeah. I don't really like working between two different softwares, especially when they're not like, like, at least if you're working between Premiere and After Effects, you can literally like click on... I can't remember what the exact button is, but you can switch between them and I've done that before and it's great. But ugh, I'm using Final Cut now, so <laughs> I can't be yeah. bothered doing that.
0: I know. Yeah, maybe Apple will bring out their own version of After yeah, Effects I mean, at some point. They probably will.
1: Maybe.
0: But yeah. yeah. All right, Mike, I, won't I mean, there's take...
1: motion. That's the same thing. Yeah. I don't know. I think
0: it's <laughs> Go on, what you said, Sorry. Well, I won't take too much more of your time, because I think we've been like an hour and a half. Uh, yeah, I think we've been it's, on a long it, one. It's, it's been good, but... Um, yeah, I guess, is it's been there a pleasure any pleasure talking to you? Yeah, thanks, mate. It's been good. Is there anything you want to leave with any uh, uh words of wisdom for the all those young videographers uh, that'll be watching this?
1: <laughs> Honestly, right? And I, I've probably said it enough in this video, but just like for me, right? I'm only saying what works for me. I'm like a I'm not one of them people that's like go out like put it this way. What am I trying to say? I, for, for long enough, I spent enough time looking at what other people are doing, worrying about, stressing about my own work, thinking it's not good enough, I'm not at the standard where I want to be. And like that is definitely something that, in a way, held me back. Because I know I'm capable of doing stuff, and most people are, but you just, you criticise yourself to the point where you just wouldn't post something. And posting something and having something finished is always better than not posting something. And I I wish I'd have just heard that earlier where done is, done is good enough. Sometimes just, just finish it, get it out and you'll, you will improve for next time. Anything that you think, that's not quite perfect. Instead of binning off the video, just think I'll fix that in my next one. You know, like genuinely for me, that is so important. And like, just telling people to, I've said this in Liam's podcast the other day, but, just focus on yourself like like you said in this podcast like sometimes you've got to just work on something and then maybe like something that'll get you better for tomorrow something to improve yourself tomorrow work on something today that you can do that'll just benefit you don't look too far into the future just look on small things that you think okay that'll benefit me tomorrow and then tomorrow i can pick i can pick something else and work on that so genuinely my advice is just just keep doing what you're doing. It takes time. It really does take time, but, um, like what you're doing is great. And if you can just give yourself sort of drill yourself into a little bit of uh, discipline in terms of just just post what you, what you make, you know, like it's worth it. So worth it. And, um, you know, spend that extra, maybe 20% on your edits. And that's another thing that I didn't do when I started out. I just ping, I just threw stuff together and Cut, 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 and it wasn't very exciting. But if you try and think, how can I make this, how can I make this edit just a little bit more appealing to watch? How can I maybe bring in some sound effects, or how can I, uh, you know, maybe I, look? I'm not trying to say like add loads of mad transitions because not it's not always right. And just just working on building an edit as opposed to just like having a timeline where you're just putting stuff together. If you if you build layers to it, sometimes it it just adds it adds something, you know? Yeah so story yeah add the story make sure your stories like make sense in some way you know try and entice people in a little bit and uh yeah just there's plenty of content out there that you can have a look at um sometimes like i think it can be quite like off-putting looking at content online because you it's easy to watch a video by daniel schiffer or pete mckinnon and then be like feel like oh that was really good and I'm nowhere near that oh, yeah. like I'm sure you know it's it's easy to do that so everyone's different and just 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 take it like a goal at a time set yourself a goal and just work towards doing that work smart what's the what's the phrase work smart not hard but that's not right uh, you gotta work hard but yeah. <laughs>
0: both just, isn't it both You'll yeah
1: right. yeah exactly so yeah Thanks for having me on though, man. Yeah, like, thanks uh, for coming on, Mike. It's been, I really real like the podcast format. I think it's, I think it's good. And, um, like, I think it's a really, uh, a really good thing what you're doing as well. Cheers.
0: Cheers. All right. There we are. Episode two all wrapped up. Thank you, Mike, for coming on. That was a really good chat. Considering you're only three, four years into your freelance career, you're doing really well. So lots of insights, uh, for people just starting out, especially. So, yep. Yeah. On to the next one And we'll see you soon Peace